0: is up everybody my name is Sid and you're listening to wayward artists in a wayward world episode two with my very good friend Deanna all the way from Vancouver Canada Deanna how are you doing today
1: hello (laughs) doing good (laughs) how are you
0: I'm doing great are you holding up all right I feel like we always text each other but like I haven't heard your voice in such a long time
1: yeah I know like none of us actually video chat even though (laughs) corona is like the perfect opportunity to
0: Exactly. Uh it's it's so weird since we're not really doing anything.
1: Yeah, no, I'm in my pajamas at two PM, so
0: <laughs> I, I debated like doing this podcast only in my underwear. Like that's how that's how it'd be, you know. <laughs>
1: you probably should have. That would have been fun. Because yes. yeah. no one can see you, but you'll know.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean I would know, which would bug me. <laughs> uh, I would have to think of myself shirtless. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, so for the uninitiated, Deanna, like, who are you? Um, where are you coming from?
1: Who am I? Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm Deanna, mm-hmm. <laughs> the token <laughs> Canadian in our group. <laughs> That's how I like to think of myself because I'm super cool and special. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah, you said our group. What, what are you talking about?
1: Oh, the leftovers.
0: Who are they? What, like, what is that?
1: So like how for did people?
0: Meet? Like, how did we meet? Like, for for the people who don't know, like what is the leftovers like? Man, how did we what meet? year
1: did we meet? Two thousand and ten and eleven. I think we yeah. all everybody met on this beautiful website called Daily Booth. at R I P. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, Daily Booth was kind of like the Instagram before Instagram really just like took over.
1: Yeah, I think it killed Daily Booth. To be honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, but I, I liked see it better. It. Oh yeah, I think there was a lot more engagement in Daily Booth when it was uh, when it was a thing. Um,
1: yeah, you could comment yeah. on random people's photos and then become friends, like we did. But Instagram, yeah. you don't really do that.
0: Yeah, but what's funny about our friendship though is that we've never really met each like we've only seen each other like two times in like in the real life. So how are we able to like keep connected with each other? internet <laughs> yeah mostly just the internet like yeah it was the internet it was like voice chat um, texting uh i i met diana when i was in saudi arabia which <laughs> it was so to weird about? to
1: think about that you're in saudi arabia
0: exactly it was <clears throat> such a weird time and now i'm like literally just like one flight away from going to vancouver and coming whenever i could uh not now, not
2: now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but one day <laughs> We'll all meet. You're not allowed to uh, So who are the other people in The Leftovers?
1: We got Kevin and Josh and Daniel and Jericho and Richard.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of guys.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know yeah, you you're the we to- wouldn't talk about dicks, but a big dick fest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. You said you're the token Canadian, but, like, you're also the token uh, girl in our group. I know, we- and it's so
1: weird. Like, when I first wanted to meet some of the people in the group my parents were like you want to meet a bunch of guys like what the hell is this what are you doing on the internet (laughs) I was only 18 oh yeah so it was kind of strange
0: yeah and it's sketchy too I bet for a parent to be like oh yeah me 18 years old and a girl going to see a bunch of guys that I met (laughs) online
1: it was strange and my parents made me video chat with them and their parents too and it was really funny and really awkward
0: not mine i mean you met my mom one time in your whole life i know (laughs) um
1: she can come on video chat next
0: yeah maybe yeah that like we always love it when your dad comes and says hello Uh,
1: icon (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) so deanna this podcast is called wayward artists in a wayward world when uh, where i talk to a bunch of artists about you know uh, the the one person that they're thankful for um, whether it be so, someone they know personally maybe they don't even know them but they like watch read their books or you know it's stuff that like gets us a little bit inspired because of the coronavirus sometimes can just really drag out this long and sad and like dopey time of our lives right now but I'm curious though you're your your artistic abilities don't really extend that what we uh, would normally assume artists are. Can you tell me a little bit about your profession?
1: Um, I'm a baker. I guess that uh-huh. is kind of an art. Yeah. When you think about it.
0: Yeah. How did you get into baking?
1: I've always liked it. Like my mom has a giant baking book, and like her mom had stuff. So like my grandma, and so my mom always taught me to bake when I was little, and I just loved it. And I'm not really like a math and science kind of gal. I prefer doing stuff with my hands and stuff that I can eat.
0: Yeah. I, I, like, what's interesting, like, have you, um, did you go to school for baking?
1: Yeah, I went to a college program. So it was 11 months full time baking, and I worked at the same time. So it was really awesome. It was my favorite school program ever. It was amazing.
0: Oh, cool. Uh, Pre corona, uh, have you, do you work in baking?
1: Yeah, I used to work in some cafes and stuff and little bakeries. I always love like the smaller places. Like I worked in a big corporation once and I didn't really like the feel of it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But yeah, smaller places are my vibe.
0: Nice. Is the big goal to like open your own bakery one day?
1: Everyone always says that, but I'm not a businesswoman. So if I opened it with somebody, they would have to do all the business stuff and I would just be the creative head chef.
0: That's fair. I mean, with my theater troupe, like I, I never really assumed that I would open an actual theater company. But it's really small steps. I feel like nowadays you can really just do, you can all really be your own businesswoman or business person without any experience in business whatsoever. I mean, like it's great yeah. to have, but like you, you see all these influencers and all these people starting from the bottom. I know. Then, yeah, you, like Logan Ball. <laughs> like, let's be <laughs> um but yeah what's so fascinating about baking to me i was telling emma uh back in our old podcast if you haven't listened to it episode one uh mom's in theater with emma york uh, my mentee i spoken with her about baking and i said that you know compared to the other culinary cuisines that are out there baking really is such a beautiful and artistic way of expressing um like yourself compared to like like food you can make an argument like yeah regular food you could do that but i don't know baking is so so much more elaborate like would you agree with that
1: everyone always says baking is a science but i don't really see it like that i'm not one for like measuring exactly and i do it to make myself feel good like if i'm (laughs) ever stressed i'm gonna go bake some cookies or i'm gonna make a cake
0: cool well that's dope i really i love me some baking whenever All kinds of baking, really. (laughs) Uh, And the other kind of baking, if you know what I
1: mean. (laughs) Well, we've been there, done that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary friends, um, this is Wayward Artists for Wayward Worlds, where we talk about the one person that we're thankful for. And so, Deanna, um, let's start with our big topic. And I wanted to ask you, who is the one person that you are thankful for?
1: I don't really know if I have one person. Mm -hmm. But, like, obviously my parents, a lot of people don't have parents that are supportive of them and whatever they do. And I'm sure mine wish I did something other than just baking. But, you know, <laughs> um, they, yeah, they've supported me in literally anything that I wanted to do. And they're always here for me. And they told me to come back home during coronavirus. I was in Australia, for anyone who didn't know. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you thought I was in New Zealand.
0: Yeah, no, that's cool. Uh, Emma, actually, we spoke to her about her mom and how much she influenced her in theater. So, uh, so both your parents—they got you into baking.
1: And my mom, my dad does not know how to bake for shit. He, <laughs> he cooks though. So that's yeah. why I love cooking too.
0: Mm-hmm. So uh, let's back it up then. Uh, when did your parents like? Has your have your parents ever put you in a like, like? Have, how do they foster your baking when you're a kid?
1: um like every christmas me and my mom would bake gingerbread and we'd make these huge like gift baskets for our neighbors and stuff and it was always just you want to do it go ahead like i would make all the birthday cakes i still do
2: mm-hmm. and
1: they and- paid for my school and it was very nice of them thank you
0: <laughs> yeah i mean uh that's really cool that they did that for you it's very expensive to go to school anywhere. especially was,
1: like, the cheapest option. It was a community college. Bless. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, but what about as a kid? Like, when, when was your earliest memories of, like, cooking with your mom? Or baking with your mom?
1: Definitely Christmas. Like, I can still see myself making gingerbread cookies with her. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how old I was. Like, young, young.
0: <laughs> young, young. <laughs> young, young. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I... I've never really done too much baking with my parents. I mean, my dad used to cook a lot, but he uh, he wasn't really like he was there like support, <laughs> but like he wasn't <laughs> there. like I don't remember like a specific memory of us being like, all right, we're gonna cook like the family meal together, or we're gonna cook the, like the uh, the baking mm. uh, for the family like that with my parents. And uh, I think it's really cool that you're baking with your mom. Like, like is it a tradition that you? Could- bake every christmas for your friends and family
1: we still do yeah we make gingerbread and sometimes sugar cookies and now that mm-hmm. i'm older i make something special and she makes something special and then we put it all together
0: yeah H- um how has baking been like during coronavirus well, and like, yeah. i don't
1: have a job <laughs> 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 because i wasn't planning to be back home but mm-hmm.
0: so you said you were traveling um where did you like you went to australia but was australia like for baking like why did you go over there
1: so i don't even know why but for like 10 years or so i've always just wanted to go there and then i met people during other travels from australia and i was like damn i'm just gonna come do a working holiday visa which is what i did in january and then in march coronavirus surprised us all Mm -hmm. so i was gonna work there as well because they have tons of beautiful bake shops and stuff like nice. amazing pastry chefs mm-hmm. but i mostly just wanted to travel which is my other love oh uh, yeah i don't know if that's considered an art but i love Tra- it uh, it could
0: be i mean uh travel
1: blogging and stuff like that
0: yeah or you know taking pictures like uh, uh, do you think traveling ha- like is there an expressive way of like of yourself when you travel like are you expressing a part of you when you travel a lot
1: I definitely like the first time I was out of the country when I was was when I was 18. I was like, wow, this is so cool. And then I went to Europe for my first huge trip a couple years later. And I was like, damn, I gotta keep doing this. So during Coronavirus, I've been watching a lot of like, travel YouTubers and people that really inspire me. And I'm just so excited to get back out there when we can all go on planes again
0: oh yeah exactly and dialing it back to your mom um how does she felt about your traveling over the years like let's take it back to the very first time um she's scared
1: every time i go (laughs)
0: oh she's still scared
1: i think so because i sent her pictures of me skydiving and swimming with sharks and she was like can you do some safe stuff
0: (laughs) (laughs) so so where was the first time you traveled
1: (laughs) to meet my internet friends actually oh yeah what was that about so I met um, Kevin, Jericho and Richard, and we went to Disneyland together. Because literally one day one of us just threw out the idea, we're like, we should go to Disneyland together. So we did. Nice. And it was and very we, weird.
0: <laughs> and what was that experience like?
1: Oh my god, meeting them in person, we were so awkward. It was so funny. <laughs> Me and Kevin were awkward, and then Jericho and Richard were just chatting. And then like two hours later, it was like we'd known each other forever
0: oh nice I think when I know you the way I know you anyway like besides like the baker and everything like that like I think the big thing that I connect you with is the traveling mm-hmm. and so like the first time you traveled like so you're saying the first time you ever like went on this big trip by yourself was to meet people that you've mm-hmm. never met online like you've only met online you've never met them in person mm-hmm. or like that's that's such a like that, that's like an adrenaline rush there Oh, it, I was like, so
1: nervous because I'd never even been on an airplane, and I was there by myself. Like, woo!
0: But what made you want to step onto that airplane? Like, what made you like? How important was it for you to meet these people that you like had no connection? Like, well, you had connection with like online, but like you never, you've never seen them.
1: I don't even know what we were thinking. Honestly, we're like, we should hang out one day. And well, I guess it wasn't possible unless we traveled somewhere and. Mm-hmm. Disneyland seemed like the place to be yeah I'm so I, happy we went there because I was so excited because I'd never gone as a kid yeah I was like oh my god Disneyland
0: Disneyland was a lot of fun when I last time I went which was a couple months ago before everything closed um yeah how does your mom feel about how, how does your mom like currently feel about leftovers
1: oh my parents love everybody I mean they've stayed at my house before mm-hmm. <laughs> it's It's really funny.
0: She was probably a little bit trepidatious about you going, though.
1: At 1st time, definitely, I don't think she wanted me to go. My dad probably convinced her. (laughs) I just asked my dad to tell my mom. (laughs) Well,
0: that's, that's, I mean, that's fair. Like, I think my, my relatives were a little bit sketchy about it. But, you know, for me, it's a little bit different because I'm a big, uh, at the time like 20 whatever (laughs) a year old and I can like I'll fight y'all if you're like I can fight y'all yeah like well I yeah I guess so but not saying that you couldn't either but like you know I didn't feel that I guess that's my male privilege showing
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it is yeah I mean I should have been way more nervous than I was I think because what are these people killed me (laughs) yeah (laughs) or what if something happened to me and they didn't protect me
0: i didn't think i had that reaction because i know you guys have met each other Mm -hmm. so i was like oh yeah most likely they're not going to unless they're like a hive mind and
1: well it wasn't like freaking catfish or anything like we'd video chatted so many times before we met in person
0: oh yeah exactly
1: these people cannot be catfishing me i'm not that stupid (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, yeah so i know a little bit about your mom now like tell me about your dad and like cooking in general, you said like he doesn't bake at all.
1: Nah. He's the OG. He's taking a nap right now. He probably hears me talking to the computer.
0: <laughs> yeah, has does he do any cooking? Like do you do you share any of those like experiences with him?
1: Oh he loves it. He cooks all the time. Like when I'm not cooking, he's cooking. My mom doesn't really like it. Mm-hmm. But he's the man. He loves to barbecue. He loves to make spicy stuff, Indian food. <laughs> Nice. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Um oh, that's so cool that like it, it seems like your family has like a big like cooking's a big thing over there, it feels like, at least the way you're describing it.
1: Kind of. Yeah. I mean a lot of people that I've learned they just don't cook or something. I don't know. Like my family has never really gone out to restaurants and stuff and mm-hmm. I don't know. We just we don't get takeout, we cook.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, like, now that you're thinking about, like, your family, like, you have a brother, too, right? Yep. Okay. Does he cook? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes, like, I, like, there are some days when I think about you, and I'm like, oh, yeah, she has a brother. <laughs> like, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs>
1: sometimes I forget, too. No, I'm kidding.
0: Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Um. So, what is it about baking, though, like, that makes you want to keep doing it besides making it, like, It's a thing that makes you happy. Like, what's your like baking process? Like, what's your favorite thing to bake?
1: Oh man, everybody asks what my favorite thing to bake is, but I just always say it's like whatever I feel like eating.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But isn't there something that's like, man, I can make this without even looking at a recipe. I can do this without, like, I can do this and I can do it quick and easy, and it's the best thing I can make.
1: Hmm. I don't know. Other than like cookies, which are so easy. Oh, there's my dad. I'm a dog.
0: Oh hey, I, I don't know your dad. I've never known your dad's name.
1: <laughs> D.B.
0: D.B., Yeah. Um, is he like is he in the room?
1: Oh no, he's not.
0: Okay. Not okay. yet, at least. <laughs> it would have been cool to like just have a, a special guest appearance. Special guest. <laughs> um, so yeah, like cookies. What what kind of cookies are you normally making?
1: Chocolate
0: chip. Ah oh, man, oh gee, like you gotta just if you don't know how to make chocolate chip cookies, like get, get out, yeah, yeah. Well, get out, like especially as a baker. I, I'll argue. I'll say that I don't know how to make chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> I've never, like, I never really got into baking, like, not, uh, not because I don't want to, but I, I was mostly just raised around cooking normal food, and so. <laughs> So the actual like I've only actually baked two things from the ground up. That's not like Betty Crocker.
2: Oh God, Betty <laughs> <and> Crocker.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, bread and brownies.
1: Those are good starts. Everybody's making bread in quarantine. I guess oh, yeah. are we even in quarantine anymore?
0: Let's be real. I, I don't know. You know, like that's a whole other discussion that I don't want to talk
1: about. <laughs> it is coronavirus.
0: All, all, all I gotta say is like wear your damn masks. That's I it. Know. And social distance, like it's science. It's not a political opinion. I said that on the first episode. So who knows? Maybe this week, people, maybe coronavirus is gone. Who oh, knows?
1: That would be nice, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, it would be. I it can't be see great. it.
1: So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, yeah, um, but yeah, I baked some brownies one time, and they turned out. They turned out pretty good. I think it needed more baking powder. What? Well, but- I- I don't know it like it had a weird taste like it still tastes like maybe it was the Hershey's brand of cocoa powder that I used (laughs) which I probably shouldn't have used but um yeah it it, it tastes fine it tastes like an average brownie you know it wasn't like oh wow this is like the best brownie ever I should go to culinary school
1: (laughs) it was I you're not a master chef yet
0: Yes. Yeah. That, it wasn't that. And I've had those moments where I was like, dang, my okay. cooking right now?
1: I am a chef.
0: <laughs> yes. That's, yeah, that's, that's the feeling you got to get whenever you're doing anything. Um, yeah. Who are some bakers that you like look up to?
1: Honestly, I like, I don't even know. I just follow random people on Instagram. A lot of people have like all these chefs that they really know. And I don't know any of them. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not really immersed into the world, I don't think, enough. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you think uh, that's, like, and again, this isn't, uh, like, talking about your, uh, like, experience or anything, but do you think that makes you feel lesser compared to, like, other, like, bakers that you don't know?
1: Definitely, because a lot of them call themselves pastry chefs, and I'm like, I like to bake. (laughs) Like, (laughs) a lot of them are more, like, professional and really, really, like, know all the top chefs in the world, and I just don't (laughs) I guess
0: I think it's uh it's definitely interesting with theater specifically I am like my job as a director is to like get immersed to like what not only are these theater people are doing but like what the world's kind of doing to uh, because like if I don't know what's going on then I might as well not be in theater because that's really about attuning to ourselves Mm -hmm. and how we function as people and so I'm I feel like I consistently have to read about what's going on in theater, and I guess along the way, like you remember names because, like, yeah, you know, there's <laughs> like I don't think I've like most of the playwrights that I have here in my like little play collection. Uh, I can name some of them. I can't name all of them. I probably couldn't remember. Like if you told me a play, I probably couldn't be like, oh yeah, uh, I don't, I, I don't think I know who wrote Romeo and Juliet. You know <laughs> what I mean?
1: Romeo and Juliet.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, more about your dad, too, because you brought him up. Uh, what, what, what's he like? What, what's he like as a person? Like, where, where is he coming from?
1: Where is he coming from?
0: Yeah, like, tell, tell your dad's, like, story. Or do you, do you not know it?
1: He came from Trinidad when he was 17. Nice. We've chilling ever since. Met my mom in the 70s. Here we are.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he's coming from Trinidad. Um, what brought him to Canada?
1: A couple of his siblings already moved there, so mm-hmm. I guess he just was like me too. And then eventually, my grandparents moved here. And,
0: mm-hmm. and did he? Uh, what, what? 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 Like, what's his career? Like, what, what does he still work?
1: Yeah, he still works. He works as a school janitor, actually. Oh, dope. Oh, gee.
0: Yeah, I feel like school janitors definitely get the bad rep.
2: They
1: do. You know?
0: But but let me tell you something about school janitors. If you saw, uh. Like, even just the stuff that I did in middle school, <laughs> like, oh my God, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I would um, hate myself. I would hate myself then and say, like, what the hell are you doing, you asshole? <laughs> I think
1: <us laughs> kids were all, we were all stupid.
0: Yeah, but, like, the janitors are always there. Just, like, you know, they can't really do anything. So, like, shout out to him for being in a dope, dope job. Um, is he working mostly with kids or is it, like, in a college or...
1: Uh, high school right now, so he got to see them all graduate. Oh, that's dope, social distancing, which is kind of depressing.
0: Yeah, we, we've seen a lot of those lately. Um, a lot of these drive by graduations, which you know, I'm yeah. very grateful I graduated last year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ha, yeah,
0: I was like, fuck you guys, I'm
1: out of here. I know, right? I feel so bad for all of them though, they don't get to have like proper graduation or prom and stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, like yeah I feel him I, like I feel the empathy of like losing that uh, sense of identity but on a personal level it, it, that stuff never really mattered to me you know i I'm looking at my degree and I'm, that's really just all I need right now <laughs> I didn't need all this fancy stuff i I almost missed my uh, my graduation like ceremony because I was so hungover <laughs> that <laughs> Art art literally had to wake me up and if art wasn't there like him, art's my best friend we'll have him on the, the show one of these days but he woke me up like I was just, and I was like trashed oh my god <laughs> you can like see it in my I feel like you can see it in my face maybe it's just me when I look at my pictures with like the uh the president of our school but like god I did not want to be there I was totally still hungover.
1: why did you get so drunk the day before graduation
0: it's because it's college. Everyone was doing
1: it. <laughs> yeah, now my dad's here.
0: Oh, hey. One of my
1: friends was doing a podcast, so I'm on his podcast.
0: Yeah, tell him who you're thankful for, who, who, who we're talking about.
1: No, he's doing it right now.
0: Yeah, tell him we're, we're talking about him and how thankful you are for him. Oh, hey there. Hi. How's it going, sir?
3: I'm good, how about you?
0: I'm doing good. Uh we're doing a podcast today. We're talking about uh people we're thankful for, and Deanna's talking about you, and we're talking a little bit about uh your job as a janitor.
3: Excuse me, it's not a
0: janitor, it's a custodian. <laughs> oh, I'm, i I deeply apologize. <laughs> yeah. Well Deanna Deanna said it first. If, if oh, yeah. <laughs> she's the way she's the one who phrased it that way.
3: Oh, I see, I
0: see, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. So why yeah, are you, why are you doing this? Uh, you know, I, I'm a theater artist and I've been trying to figure out an outlet to uh, create some art. and I have a lot of cool friends, and I just really wanted to talk about something positive and talk about the people that they're thankful for, or people that they look up to. And on our last episode, we had a good my mentee, uh, the person I'm mentoring, and we talked about her mom and how much that like theater and her influenced her in that way. So uh, it's going to be a fun little project until we can get outside.
3: Well, how come she didn't talk about her brother?
0: I mean, <laughs> she she probably could have, but I think she's an only child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless she has a hidden brother somewhere. I'll have to ask her. Oh,
3: I see, I see, I see, I
0: see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, and Deanna's great. Uh, we're part of the uh, leftover group. Um, I was the one with the baby face. Is that what you think? He told me one time.
1: He's from Saudi Arabia. Well, oh. he's in Washington.
3: Oh, he's in, are you in Washington now then?
0: Yeah, I live in Spokane, Washington. Oh, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Born and raised in Saudi Arabia? I was raised in Saudi Arabia. I wasn't born there. I was born in Seattle. Oh uh, yeah. So I'm Arab American, so I have a dual citizenship.
3: Well, you don't hear that term too too often, Arab American
0: yeah it's uh there's not a lot of us that's yeah. for sure
3: um but th- we're there. we're out there. we use a lot of things in front of American, but it's not arab, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's crazy, that's for sure, yeah that's good
3: a lot of cases out in Seattle and stuff you guys are back to normal or not well, not back to normal, but
0: ah man, I think it's just getting worse, oh yeah, no, no, it's pretty. <laughs> going crazy out there
3: isn't
0: it yeah a lot of a lot of people just don't want to listen what yeah. can we say yeah exactly have you been out this way mm-hmm. before uh in canada yeah in bc or vancouver Uh right? i've been in, in vancouver uh, I i went to visit deanna and kevin when uh they were together well, we we had a trip i think it was two years ago oh so i did uh, so i did meet you then did i i uh, know uh we didn't go to the De- uh your guys's house that day oh i see i see okay mm-hmm. Yeah, we mostly just went out and about, but one day, one day we'll get to meet each other. I'm very looking forward to it.
3: Did <laughs> I okay, so you working and stuff? Oh,
0: I work at the uh, I work at an eye center in uh, one of the medical facilities in the in the area. I'm just a receptionist there. So, are you currently still working then? Yeah, I, I still work there. Uh, mostly, I do theater, and that's the only thing that's not not there anymore, but I have income, so I'm grateful for that. So in
3: theater, what do you do? Plays and stuff like that? Or...
0: I'm a director and uh, yep. I am a co-founder of a theater troupe. that We just received a grant um, a couple of months ago for a very big project. We're hoping to do next year. Oh,
3: cool. 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 Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the project about?
0: It is about, um, it's, we have a group of six kids who are writing a play, writing plays under the theme of, Finding Your Light, and it's really just an opportunity for them to raise their voices uh, and, you know, give them something that they normally wouldn't have in the Spokane area. Okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, my best friend and I were, were putting it all together, and he's he's a playwright, so he's going to help them write their plays, and then I'm going to produce them.
3: Well, cool. Well, sounds like a pretty interesting feel. Probably not a lot of money to be made out there, but... <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, we actually, with our grant, we were able to pay everybody on the team a pretty decent, pretty decent amount. Yeah. 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 Uh, what do you got going on today?
3: Well, I took a day off work today. Decided not to go to work today. Oh, but, oh wow. But Deanna leaves such a big mess around the house. It takes me a Clean the damn thing up, man. Oh, wow. Can You do a, Deanna. Can you do like yes. a theater around kids who don't clean up their space i'm
1: an adult too. don't clean
2: up
3: <laughs> <space>. an adult.
0: <laughs> yeah who are you thankful for sir is there a person uh, that you are thankful for
3: that i am thankful for well, yeah i'm thankful for my kids <laughs> oh
0: yeah I'm just In saying
1: order. that because i'm here
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm pretty thankful for diana too she's, <laughs> she's she's all right
3: Hey, look, man, we're all thankful to be alive. We're all thankful to be healthy. We're all thankful for humor. We're all thankful for a lot of things,
0: right? Exactly. Right?
3: So, uh, so What are you thankful for then?
0: I, like I said, you know, I am thankful for being alive. Uh, I'm thankful for my my mentors, um, the people that I read about, that I look up to. I look I look up to a lot of people in theater. Yeah. And. Um, the one person I am thankful for is my uh, old advisor. I graduated from Gonzaga University in theater and she really pushed, her name is Kathleen Jeffs and she really pushed me to be the person that I am today. And I still talk to her and get advice. So she's, she's still there. She's almost like my, my second mom.
3: Well, I see.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, um, this has been this has been really fun.
3: Are you sure you don't, sound, you don't sound too enthusiastic
0: about it? Oh, I just I, I'm, I'm trying. My brain, my brain tries to think of like what to say. <laughs> like I'm trying to like uh, I, I usually riff off of uh, the atmosphere. Um, this is a good atmosphere. Any? Do you guys have any plans today?
3: Any plans? Well, I, my plan is to. I'm a dad with a house and kids. so I have plans to clean up and do a lot of things around the house. That sounds like and, it should be Diana's job. I know, uh-huh. and then then little, uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Little, what are you doing? Cook dinner and then have a couple refreshments after that. Refreshments.
0: Nice refreshments. Yeah. What, what what are you guys refreshing over? So refreshing. You mean what yeah? You, <laughs> <laughs> refreshing yeah.
3: over. Well, I don't know about uh, Diana, but me is refreshing over a uh, uh, rum and rum and uh, rum and
0: ice. Ah, that's really good. I I love me some buttered rum
3: sometimes.
0: Oh, butter rum, that's for that's for kids. <laughs> I mean, fair. I mean, I am. I guess we are kids. Yeah. Okay. You
3: know? <laughs> okay, man. I gotta run. Thanks. Uh, nice talking to you. Oh,
0: well, thank you. Thank you for being a, a special guest host. Okay, no problem. Talk to you. Later. Yeah. Take care, sir. <laughs> all, right. It, all right, Deanna, are you, are you there? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that was fun. Like that, you know, that was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like yeah, a good time my dad yeah your dad you're thankful for him and then you know what i think the audience is also thankful for him too like i at least the people who are gonna listen to this so funny yeah it's, and it's debbie right
1: db ha huh, he gets db,
0: DB, all the time. Uh, DB. okay D V. yeah you're gonna have to send me the spelling because mm-hmm. like i'm gonna write in the description that special guest <laughs> DV.
1: <DB. laughs> so random that's where i get my sense of humor from
0: Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's where you get, you probably get your sass from him too.
1: Oh yeah, my mom yeah. more quiet, reserved one.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's a little bit of that in you too, at least from getting to know you.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely a mix of both my parents. It's really funny.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, telling it like just basically embarrassing you <laughs> on the podcast.
1: I know how rude. <laughs>
0: Ah oh, man, um, let me see here.
1: That's all right. Could be worse.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he he probably could have said some something super embarrassing, like I don't know, baby pictures. It's a good thing we don't have.
1: Yeah, it's not video.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't have, I don't know where all my baby pictures are, but yeah, you know, I hope no one sees them. Well, that's a lie. There's a couple that are pretty okay. <laughs> um, going back into it um what's a good memory you want to share about your parents do you have like any fond memories that you'd like to share whether they're like good or bad or you know maybe something you learned from that experience with them
2: mm,
1: memory I don't even know hmm. um, like a family activity or something
0: something like that or maybe something that like stuck with you and you like, like telling like, that's, you know, that's stuck with you for such a long time and you'll never forget.
1: I don't know. Well, me, not my mom, but me and my dad went to Trinidad for the first time when three years ago. So I got to see where he was born and stuff. And that was crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, tell me about that experience. Cause like you, you just said like, uh, you've ne- you went three years ago and, uh, you- how old are you now?
1: 26.
0: 20 26 yes <laughs> almost almost 27 we're born in the same year uh, that's the joke um but yeah like you only like you're in your like late 20s mid-20s. <laughs> or mid 20s okay, and you're visiting your dad's place of birth you know how, how does that feel for you and then how does that feel like for him going back there with his daughter
1: well, he hasn't been back since the 80s when him and my mom went on their honeymoon and stuff. He oh, wow. hadn't been back in a long-ass time.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So That's I crazy. To
1: see where they used to live, not in the house, obviously, but they used to have – my grandparents used to have a shop. So we went in there, and it's now like a little bar kind of thing, and we got to meet some random relatives that I had no idea who the hell they were and they were like oh you look just like your dad and i'm like you don't even know what my dad looks like he hasn't been back to where he was born since he was 17 like wow. he's been back to the, the touristy places when he was with my mom
0: so um like if it's not too much it's prying too much but why did he never go back
1: i don't know my mom did not really like traveling like my I don't know where I got it from, but my parents just never went anywhere. I don't. So they, they just so they
0: just decided, like, yeah, we're just not gonna go back. Like, it's just one of those things.
1: No, it wasn't really like that. Like, my brother has autism, so we don't. It would be so hard to travel with him. That's why my mom and brother didn't come with us, because mm-hmm. everything would revolve around my brother. Like, taking him somewhere, say like Disneyland, would be like a. Oh whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just why we never went anywhere as kids, other than uh, camping and stuff and then it just kind of never happened.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So what was that experience like sharing it with your dad? Like um like to start from the very beginning. Like what like what how did you feel when your dad said like, "Hey, let's go to Trinidad together."
1: Well, one of my aunts and uncles, like my uncle has a work contract in Trinidad so they have an apartment and they were like we're gonna be there during carnival which is like a huge celebration and they were like you guys should come and I said let's go and my dad was really excited too so we got to stay with them and obviously I couldn't go anywhere by myself because Trinidad actually has a high crime rate Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of illegal people from Venezuela not saying anything bad about Venezuelans but I guess they (laughs) wanted to escape there so they came to Trinidad and I don't know. I don't think it's a very safe place for tourists, really.
0: Interesting. It, wasn't there a lot of like conflict over in Trinidad, like back in the the olden times?
1: I don't know too much about it, but probably.
0: Yeah, oh, is, it, is your dad talking to you? No, I thought. Oh, I thought I heard him in the background. But anyway, um, uh, and then you, you get to Trinidad, and what's that like to you? Like, oh, you, you go in there for the first time, seeing all these relatives, like. Uh, how are you feeling
1: (laughs) out of place I was like the whitest I'm not white by the way (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I was like the whitest brown person I've ever seen like everybody knew I was a tourist just by the way I looked it was really funny I got to go to Tobago too which was a sister island and it it's like Trinidad about 50 years ago like (laughs) chickens running around and just dirt roads and beaches and you walk everywhere oh I loved it so much
0: Oh, dope. And what did you guys, like, what was your bonding moment?
1: Bonding uh,
2: moment?
0: I mean, like, besides, obviously, traveling, but, like, did you have, like, a fond memory of where it was just you two?
1: It was just us two when we went to Tobago for a couple of days. So it was just me and yeah. dad chilling on the beach, and we went, Um, what did we do, snorkeling, and we went on a little boat tour to these islands, and it was really nice.
0: Nice. Well, that, that sounds really special, you know, like... You you kind of got to know a little bit about yourself and where you come from. Um, I feel like I personally have always struggled with like my identity and where I fit into this world. The, did you ever have a sense of that? Like, grow, like I know you're. Uh, could you describe to the audience like you're like you're mixed, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Indian Trinidadian, and then, then my mom's basically Canadian, but her family is Italian English and Irish mostly Italian though
0: yeah I'm Saudi Arabian and then I guess American but like with some Irish in there yeah you know um so yeah I've always felt like a place of like misidentity because like living in Saudi Arabia I wasn't like kind of like what you were saying like I felt like uh the most Mm fair-skinned person there and like when I like for a longest time I was like yeah I'm like I'm super white because of that but then i come to america and like see actual white people (laughs) Actual white people, and then i look at my skin i'm like oh man you know what maybe i'm actually a little bit more darker than like compared to my like the average quote on the quote-unquote average american um did you feel like you regained a sense of your identity when you uh, went to trinidad Mm, okay or like
1: because growing up i was just canadian
0: Mm
1: -hmm. obviously canadian is mix of all different cultures and stuff so I never really felt different or anything like I don't know never really bothered me being mixed but I did kind of be like you know what I'm kind of brown but I don't really feel Indian so Mm -hmm. going to the Caribbean was like I am an island girl
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um did you bake like did you bake anything there
1: no we just kind of like ate out and ate all the traditional foods and stuff what's
0: the, what's the traditional like food over there like what, uh, what like if we're since we're on the topic of baking what kind of desserts did you eat
1: I don't think they really have many desserts so we mostly ate like savory food and it's a lot of Indian influence over there and some African
0: okay what was your favorite thing that you ate
1: uh, they have these things called doubles which we ate I don't even know if you can get anything like that here. It's kind of like a roti with like chickpeas and stuff inside. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's savory and it's delicious.
0: Wow. Have you, uh, have you tried to recreate any of that food when you coming back to Canada?
1: No, but I should, but it's probably going to be hard to find a good recipe for it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been trying to recreate some Arabic dishes and I have to go to my local Arabic supermarket but can't really. I mean, I could could go on the lift and wear a mask and all that. But it's just like all these Americans here are just crazy. Yeah. You know. Um, you guys
1: are invading Canada, by the way.
0: We're invading Canada. There's a lot of I, them
1: driving across the border, saying that they're trying to go to Alaska through BC. Mm-hmm. So they're like coming into Canada, even though you're not supposed to, and they're not even going to Alaska. They're just chilling.
0: Wow. Get out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, I guess as an American, I should apologize for my entire <laughs> ignorance of my country. I mean, I feel like I should every day because God huh. okay, we're not gonna get into <laughs> we're not gonna get into that. Um, yeah, so let's talk about, a little bit about your mom. We, your dad really stole the spotlight, I feel like, but like in a good way, you know? <laughs> like he was on. we talked to him a little bit. Um, what's your mom like? Mm, well, she
1: works at the bank, mm-hmm. but she's that kind of person she loves numbers and all that kind of stuff. She's the less adventurous one out of the two for sure.
0: I feel like the way you just just described your mom now and the way we like talked about your dad, like I feel like they're very much left and right brain, <laughs> but then you are like the whole package. <laughs> You know,
1: I mean, yeah, I think she used to be more adventurous and stuff when she was younger, but she's kind of like she loves doing home decor and like really cute mom stuff and gardening and that mm-hmm. kind of thing.
0: And she doesn't travel with you at all, like this in the same way that your dad did?
1: No, I know my dad would love to go somewhere, but I don't know. Maybe even when they're retired.
0: I see. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of getting there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um I need to stop saying um I I listened to the last podcast like I'm so sorry listeners that I stutter like I I, I, my brain just needs to think about like the next thing but there's like a one second delay in my speech (laughs) um yeah and that's the um is there to like buffer that (laughs) so Um. you said your mom was you said your mom was Italian like part Italian like I mean Canadian but like like I I remember you saying you had Italian Mm -hmm. relatives yeah so tell me a little bit about that too
1: uh i don't even like what do you want to know because i don't really know very much we're very canadian that's the really way i feel yeah i mean okay. I lived in like the italian part of the city and stuff like that but
0: yeah and coincidentally another great place for food you know
1: italy i love italy i would love to go back to italy
0: uh tell me about it tell me about italy
1: it's been almost five years since I was there. but I'm just so excited to eat pizza and pasta and drink wine and go to the Coliseum and the Leading Tower of Pizza.
0: Yeah. Oh. I feel like if you watched Mary-Kate and Ashley's When in Rome, you'll get that same feeling. <laughs> Have you watched any of those old Mary-Kate and Ashley movies? Oh,
1: my God. I used to be obsessed with them when I was a kid, so I probably watched all of them back then.
0: There's one called Getting There. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was... That was the gold standard for me.
1: Man, I used to love them, but now they're old and weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, they look like aliens. Yeah, they look but... like
1: aliens, I think. <laughs> they look like real people.
0: Yeah, I just recently watched like Passport to Paris because yeah. there's a commenter that I watched who was doing commentary over the movie mm-hmm. and it made the movie much more enjoyable. Like <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, they're, they're called pretty much it. And they do co- movie and TV show commentaries. And they're hilarious. I I bought a few of their commentaries and just watched the movies over them. And it was a fun experience.
1: I could do that. Commentary over movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be fun. Leftovers. Let's do it. We'll, we'll, we'll make another podcast. Over
1: human centipedes one, two, and three.
0: Oh, my God. No, let's not even go in there. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, so... We talked a lot about your parents. What is one thing you want to, like, like, pretend I'm uh, DV right now, and I'm also your mom, who I don't know your mom's name.
1: Christine. <laughs> What's that? Christine.
0: Christine. Yeah, I, I'm DV and Christine. I'm like a, a mix of both. <laughs> um, that's what, what would you What would you want to say to me right now?
1: You're talking like, a lot about my parents on this podcast.
0: That's the point. That's the people that you're thankful for. I guess so. Yeah, we're supposed to be talking about your parents and how much they influence their life. (laughs) So, like, tell me, like, what would you say about them? Like, what would you tell them? What's the one thing you want to tell them right now?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Like, I live with them my whole entire life. Mm -hmm. I tell them everything every day.
0: What what would you say to them?
1: What do you mean?
0: Like, you know, um, I don't know. Like like how like we talked about like how much they mean to you but like I mean I don't know but we did on the last episode and she, the our my men like Emma she t- just went into like she had a really nice message to her parents and I just wanted to do something like that again mm-hmm. you know
1: I don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean uh I don't know Christine I'm pretty sure she's really great but DV, you know like he's He's got my heart.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. All my friends love Mr. P. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thankful that my parents are, because you hear so much about people's parents being racist or, like, not accepting of the LGBT community and not Mm -hmm. accepting of what the kids want to do. And my parents are great. Like, they would love me for whatever the heck I do. And that's something that I'm very thankful for.
0: Yeah. It sounds like it, too. I mean, like, I guess, like you said, most parents are kind of shitty towards their kids, which kind of baffles me. Yeah. You know, like, why it even have they kids?
1: don't care enough about the kids' lives or something, but yeah, my parents yeah, like, are always here for me.
0: Like, why even have kids if that's the case? Like, I don't know. they would, didn't ask to be born. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my parents have seen me drunk, pick me up on the train, dropped me off at the airport, cried. <laughs>
0: That's dope. Yeah. I Yeah, I, I, yeah you probably don't really need to say much. It seems like you guys are super close to each other compared to like even most parents that I know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I'm pretty lucky in all things considered because they're the reason that I came home from Australia during coronavirus. My parents were like, no, you have to come home. Be safe. It's mm-hmm. better that you're here. And even though I, yeah. I didn't come home, you know.
0: Yeah, we never really talked about like the moment where you came home from New Zealand. Uh, like, sorry, I oh, yeah? can't believe like I asked, uh, Australia. I'm so sorry. It's a, uh, I feel bad. I in New Zealand. Like I, I'm thinking about New Zealand in the sense that they're doing way more, way better about their Corona situation. I that, know. Like,
1: if everywhere was like New Zealand, then we could be traveling and shit.
0: Yeah, but like, what what was that feeling? Like, wh- uh, like why did you why did you leave Australia? I mean, besides. Like what was going through your mind at the time when you were thinking about
1: like what's that? I wasn't going to leave. I was in Byron Bay, which is a beautiful like hippie beach town. And I was having the best time just on the beach. And I was thinking about my next moves because I had just traveled up and down the coast and I was going to go and find a job somewhere. But all of a sudden, like mid-March, everyone was like, coronavirus is here. Flights are ending. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I'll just stay. And then people kept saying, like, you know, you're going to be stuck there. You should come home. And some people were like, you should just hang out. It'll be fine. So everyone was kind of, like, telling me different things. And I was freaking out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no, you know what? I'm just going to stay. And then my friend was like, I'm driving to the airport. If you want to ride, you can come with me. And I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> so I think I just... Took my opportunity instead of like sticking it out, which I wish I did. Mm-hmm. But it's like a pandemic; nobody knows what the right thing to do in the situation is.
0: Exactly. And if
1: it did uh, get really, really bad there, I would have regretted staying.
0: Yeah, in retrospect, now that you're seeing, kind of, I, I don't know. I think Canada is doing pretty well with their COVID nineteen stuff. Uh, America, no. <laughs> but like, 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 I'm gonna plop together in North America just in general. Um, do you think like now seeing like the situation in North America, do you think it was the right decision to come back Definitely from Australia? No,
1: no, because I've had some friends that are still there and they found jobs, they're working, the travel stuff is reopening and they don't, Australia has like 7,000 cases in the whole entire country. Mm-hmm. Like that's ridiculous. Re- ridiculously low Mm -hmm. so the way that they handled it was a lot better than most countries and they basically like banned anyone from entering after march 30th i think so that really really helped Mm -hmm. and you can't just walk over the border because it's a freaking massive island Mm -hmm. so i think i should have stayed because here i am i haven't done anything for three months
0: yeah but i guess in retrospect too like who knows what what would happen with this virus and your parents, you know, like something bad would have happened to them or something like that. And you probably like, I again, I'm making assumptions and stuff, but you probably would have like some regrets of like not being there for them.
1: That's kind of, yeah, what I was thinking, because there really isn't many. I don't know if there is any flights going back home now. Like if they got sick with coronavirus, I don't think I would have been able to be here. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, I guess it's really just difficult decisions. And we've all had to make difficult decisions. I've had to make difficult decisions with regards to my playwright form. And, you know, a lot of the theater stuff that I was doing, had to make a lot of difficult decisions. And, you know, it's, it sucks, but we got to do whatever we can do to keep each other safe.
1: I know, I do want to go back as soon as I'm allowed Mm -hmm. But if that's before a vaccine, like what's the point? Because what if there's a second wave and there's just mm-hmm. much to think about?
0: Yeah, there's a lot to think about. And until we get, I feel like if, if we get some kind of treatment, uh, like vaccine, vac- we're probably far out from a vaccine, but I feel like if there was
2: some kind of really good yeah. treatment,
0: um, something, you know, <laughs> uh, I would be okay with doing things a little bit, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, they're doing a bunch of human trials, and we should have results in July. So fingers yeah. crossed.
0: Uh, fingers crossed. But I feel like at the end of the day, uh, even if, quote-unquote, things go back to normal, the world's changed. Oh. Like, what were you going to say?
1: I just said, yeah, it has. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Like, it's, and it's not good change. It is definitely woke change right now
1: that's true it's woke change Mm
0: -hmm. but uh yeah what what a fascinating diana you're you're really fascinating i'm really glad i had you on this podcast
1: Uh, i mean i always don't feel that i'm that interesting
0: (laughs) i mean you already talked about a lot of interesting stuff i feel like a lot of people just haven't had the life that you had you know and i guess it's the same for a lot of people too but you know i wanted to have you on Okay. Yeah. I wanted to really have you on because of like the baking stuff and like getting to know a little bit about that side, but learning about traveling too. And, you know, at the end of the day, like this podcast is really just a reflection on our, you know, on our, on ourselves, kind of like how the, the kind of like the theater that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, you know, you kind of fit into that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's really hard because nobody knows exactly what they want to do with their lives. and like, I'm still figuring that out, but I found some stuff that I love and, Mm -hmm. yeah everyone says to me they're like oh my god i wish i could like do all these traveling things that you do and i'm like well i just prioritize them like Mm -hmm. yeah i've been all over europe i've been to southeast asia i've been to the caribbean i've been across america hawaii yeah oh yeah you know
0: what does five years look like for you for you besides turning 30
1: I still want to do like, this was supposed to be, I think up until 30, I wanted to do tons more traveling, like tons. Just, mm-hmm. I want to go to South America and like backpack through there for a few months.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Obviously not anytime soon, I guess. Oh, because yeah. Because freaking coronavirus just ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, eventually I want to just see more of the world and then find somewhere that I want to settle down. But mm-hmm. not really settle.
0: I do you think you, when you talk about settling down, is it like with a partner and the kids and, you know, the, the white, marry the white picket fence, what's that?
1: See if anyone wants to marry me.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's that, but like, you know, but you know what I mean, right? Like settling down, like the idea of settling down, you got the, the partner, you got the kids and the white picket fence, etc., cetera, et cetera. Like, is that with the way you've lived your life right now, like at this moment, do you see yourself? settling down in that way
1: i don't know like i always felt like maybe when i was a kid that's what i wanted like a nice house and a partner and some kids but the more i grow older the more i'm like why would i want to just limit myself to that i don't Mm -hmm. know because i'm becoming more adventurous as i grow older and stuff and i need somebody who's gonna fill me with excitement and be okay with moving across the country or like going on a Mm -hmm. massive road trip Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'll ever be able to afford a house unless it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair. I mean, very rich. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, get that baking, uh baking restaurant up in Adam and maybe, who knows?
1: A travel bakery.
0: Yeah. Like, God, I wonder, no one's ever done any traveling food thing. You know, you should call it food trucks. <laughs>
1: who never heard of those
0: (laughs) well guys gals and non-binary pals um this has been wayward artists in the wayward world um we just spoke to Deanna and we talked about her wonderful family and the life that she's led so far and it seems like it's gonna go above and beyond like she doesn't even know what's gonna happen but like you know that's life yeah but like that's that's all of us we have no idea what we're doing we just have to live the moment even though coronavirus has completely destroyed the moment <laughs> but that we always can have the future to look forward to um deanna before we mo- like before we uh sign off for this episode we got to do the lightning round questions so it's okay. five questions um i've asked these questions to emma I'm hoping to make it consistent unless I feel adventurous myself and I want to change something. Um, so are you ready for the lightning round? I think so. Yeah. All right. So first question, what would be your perfect day?
1: Oh, perfect day. I'm in Australia and I'm on the beach and somebody is bringing me a cocktail and I have dogs and I have friends around me and mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. A nice summer day on a tropical beach.
0: Yeah. Emma on the last episode, she literally described that, but like it was a coffee shop and like, it wasn't like it. it yours is like kind of the same, but like on steroids, which I can find is like very interesting. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, second question. What's your third favorite movie?
1: I never have had a favorite movie, like never in my life. I don't even know. Okay. It.
0: What about your third favorite song?
1: That neither. Like, I'm terrible. I don't know how to pick favorites.
0: <laughs> Book no i gosh okay i mean okay and the leftovers like we all love the leftovers but like who's your third favorite leftover
1: ah no don't do that they're gonna listen and... to this
0: <laughs> you could say me i don't know <laughs> no. Just, you're number three um
1: favorite
0: what about third favorite cookie keep it in baking
1: <laughs> third favorite that's interesting so we're gonna go and list the top three
0: Ah, uh, no, just third. Why? I, it, that's how it is. I don't mm. make the rules.
1: Stressful. <laughs> mm, 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 ah. Okay,
0: gingerbread. <laughs> Ginger. <laughs> oh, I love gingerbread cookies. They're dope. Like and you they're really versatile, too. You can make them however.
1: We stand gingerbread.
0: We stand gingerbread person. Like, Mm -hmm. let's, we're non, we, we we love our non-binary audience here.
1: I make gingerbread people.
0: (laughs) Yes. All right. Uh, Number three. How would I describe you?
1: How would you describe me? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) I don't even know. Like, that's such a strange question. Mm
0: -hmm. Like, how do you think I describe you to, like, my friends?
1: Super cool. I don't know. Maybe, like. Hmm, adventurous, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really good at baking. <laughs> <laughs> a nice person, I hope. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think you're all those things. I won't tell you what the, how I describe well, you, but I think like you're mostly...
1: Tell totally. me. You're,
0: you're all right. Huh. <laughs> um, it's also just a way for you to think positively about yourself, you know, like psychiatry, I guess. <laughs>
1: I do try to think positive about most things in life.
0: (laughs) What's your favorite ice cream topping? Number four.
1: Oh, oh no. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Also, if I'm going to one of those like frozen yogurt places, I'll put like sprinkles and there's these little thingies that are like, you pop them and they kind of squish in your mouth. Those are incredible. and i love wait
0: wait hold up back up you pop them and they squish in your mouth what what are you talking about
1: i don't i don't know what they're called but have you had like bubble tea and you have little pearls
0: oh is it like
1: they're not pearls They're something else but you bite into it and it's like juice
0: huh that's interesting are they like is it like fruit flavored
1: yeah i think so
0: interesting are you sure they're just not bubble
1: no it's not a tapioca
0: okay Interesting. I've never heard of that before, but I'll have to look for the, the thing, I'm the so- fruity thing that explodes in your mouth.
2: <laughs> Ooh.
0: <laughs> I mean, you can take it any any way you want. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. There's probably children watching this. Um, number five, left twix or right twigs.
2: Ooh. Hmm.
1: Left. Why? Why not?
0: Yeah, like uh, why is the left one? Like you're not the first Emma also said left. Mm? La, la, Emma also said left last week. So what makes the left Twix superior to the right? Are you left-handed?
1: No, I'm right-handed.
0: Interesting. Do you think it's like the taste?
1: Of the left one? Yeah, <laughs> they're both the same, aren't they?
0: I don't know. I mean, Twix doesn't want you to believe that.
1: Hmm. Well, well, looking to the left because you ain't right.
0: <laughs> All right, I guess we'll stop right there. Uh, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, this has been Wayward Artist in the Wayward World, episode two with Deanna and DV. Her yeah. father. Uh, what a great time! What a great opportunity to t- speak to her dad. Um, on next week's episode, uh, will be oh, who did I? I book for next week oh it's going to be Annalise so Annalise Annalise sorry I, I didn't pronounce that right is a YouTuber um we met at a theater festival uh last year but I've seen her like I the only context really I know of Annalise is that I met her through a YouTube video that was talking about the theater festival that we went to the year before that and so I met her at the theater fest the same theater festival last year so this is going to be the first time I really get to have a conversation with her. We've just been talking on social media. So it'll be really fun to get to talk about uh, Annalise and what she's done with theater. And then on s- next week, the week after, is going to be with Diego and Jaden of Clever Space Plants, who you might have heard in the intro song for episode one with Emma, and you'll hear for this episode as well. And uh, any parting words, Deanna, before we go?
1: Thanks for having me on your podcast. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it was a lot of fun. I feel like I got to know you a little bit more than I normally would.
1: Yeah, no, it was really good.
0: Yeah, well Well then, yeah, I I try. (laughs) I I won't interrupt people. Like I I have been with you just now. All right, uh, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, until next time, it's been real. Thank you.